be here on this wonderful Palm Sunday. And uh, you saw the slides about all the Easter lilies that are up here and the people that they've been given in memory of. And uh, we just appreciate all of that and the memories that are being celebrated and the decoration that is added to our sanctuary. So thank you all for those of you that have supported that. Um, again, I want to welcome anybody. Is there any visitors here? Any guests? I know we have one right here. And, and we got some more. Do y'all want to... Are you a guest? Yes. Uh, we have a, a person of honor here, Stan Redder, turned 90 this week and brought half his family with him that's come down to wish him happy birthday. So Stan, we want to say happy birthday and just welcome to all your family too. Thank you, Mike. And to our other guests, welcome as well. And uh, any of you that are joining us for the first time at home through our Zoom link, we welcome you. And I uh, want to encourage you to go online and fill out one of those connection cards so that we can stay in touch with you and uh, communicate better. If you want to send us any information or contact us, our email address is office at lakegibsonumc.com. And if you have something specific for Pastor Steve that you want uh, just to go directly to him, it is pastor at lakegibsonumc.com. And as always, we'd love to hear you in person. Our phone number is 863-858-5431. So feel free to give us a call. Zooming the Peace is going to be Thursday at 7 o'clock, hosted by Dwight and Phyllis Kitchens. We encourage you to join us for that. And the pastor's Bible study is Thursdays at 1 o'clock through Zoom, and they are on Ephesians chapter 5. Miss Sue's Sunday School class. Where is Miss Sue? There you, oh, oh, there you are. You're behind Jim, I can't see you. All right, but her Sunday school class is at 9.15 through Zoom, so feel free to join her electronically. And if you want to come in person, we would love to have you. Um, we have two Sunday school classes at 9.15 in the FLC. John Bernat and I have a class in the main part of the FLC, and then Ms. Sue's class is in classroom one and two. So please come in person, we'd love to see you. Uh, Mary Matters is meeting on Wednesday at 10 a.m. And um, if you're at home especially, but for those of you that are here, you can start thinking about it now. If you have any praises or prayer requests, start thinking about that. And at home, if you could get those into Christy so she could get them typed up when we address that later in the service. And I'd like to also remind everybody on Sunday after Easter, the 24th, we are having the trifecta of announcing the name of the new pastor. We're also going to have a covered dish dinner, which is a great thing because we haven't fellowshipped over food in a while. So we encourage everybody to come. And then there's going to be some discussion about issues that are going on in the Methodist Church. and just want to get y'all's feedback. So I would encourage everybody to come. There's going to be food aplenty. So please come. And I think if that is it, we will turn it over. To our choir now? Or Steve, are you going to sing? Okay. May I have the mic, please? <laughs> Thank you, Mike. <laughs> our first hymn this morning or our, will be To God Be the Glory, number 98 in your hymnals. Please stand as you are able.
To God be the glory, great things He has done. So loved He the world that He gave us His Son, who yielded His life and atonement for sin, and opened the life gate that all may go in. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, let the earth hear His voice. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, let the people rejoice. Oh, come to the Father through Jesus the Son, and give Him the glory, great things He has done. Oh, perfect redemption, the purchase of blood, to every every week. I look on here and here's Christy Summers and I'm like, you're back there. But online, let's see, we've got Jack Vander Hayden and his wife, uh, Tracy Bodemar Martin, Clarence Manley Jr., Dick and Sharon Shepard. There's Jack again. Says Seymour Pages and they don't want to talk to me. So, okay. But, but welcome to the online group with us. Yes, amen. Glad to have you. Do you know how great you sounded just now? You know how great you sounded as you was giving God praise? I mean, this is the first time in a long time we've had a pretty full sanctuary, and you just sound so good. Glenda, there's the choir. So, so Glenda has choir practice Wednesdays at uh, 6.30, so if you would like to be in the choir, we would, we would love to have you up here, uh, so come. Uh, but today's Palm Sunday, you know that. Everybody knows what Palm Sunday is, right? Well, I can't assume that. Palm Sunday was that Sunday when Jesus entered Jerusalem, that last week of his death. And, and he entered Jerusalem. As he come down, he rode the donkey in. And 
The crowds waved palm branches, why it's called Palm Sunday, and threw their cloaks in front of him and they shouted, Hosanna, Hosanna, Hosanna to the king. And if you remember the story, the Pharisees come out and said, how dare you let them do that? And Jesus looked up and said, if they don't shout, the rocks are going to cry out. So you know what that means? That means we as God's church, we need to be shouting and praising God. We need to be singing to him. We need to be giving him praise because I don't want to see a rock doing it. I'd rather do it. But today's Palm Sunday and today's the day that our great Linda Hess, our choir director, is going to lead the fantastic Lake Gibson United Methodist Choir in a cantata. For those of you who may not know it, cantata means message in music. So we're going to present this message in music to you that tells the story of that Passion Week, basically. So we, we hope you enjoy it. And, and we ask you, please do this. Please don't give us any cat calls or any, or any uh, applause until the very end. Let us go through the whole thing at the very end. Then you can, you can respond however you like. So uh, let me take this mic off and get back here. And under the direction of Glenda Hess, we will re be presenting in the presence of Jehovah.
something about amazing about being in the presence of holiness, mercy, and love. It was what my brother Andrew and I felt when we encountered Jesus for the first time. We knew right away that there never had been and never will be anyone else like him.
days of temple worship, we Jews depended on the high priest to go into God's presence on our behalf. When he entered the Holy of Holies once a year, yet something, an empty place that only God could fill, stirred in the hearts of the faithful. Somehow God had placed within all of us the need to be with him and to know him fully. That alone can change everything about our lives. If you had 
made a list of people that the Messiah would want to sit down and talk to, I doubt that my name would ever have appeared. It was an outcast among outcasts. The Jews looked down on the Samaritans, and the Samaritans looked down on me, a woman who flaunted society's idea of how good a woman should act. You probably have heard my story many times, the story of how I met Jesus at the well and how he asked me to give him a drink of water. He told me that he could give me a different kind of water so I would never thirst again. He knew all about me and the life I had lived. Talking to Jesus that day, I felt something I had never felt before. Although he knew me, he didn't condemn me. He didn't approve of my choices, but he talked with me as if I mattered. There was something about being with him that made me feel as though his presence could make a real difference in my life.
At noon on the day of his crucifixion, the darkness was so great that it was like midnight. Three hours later, Jesus declared from the cross, it is finished, and then he died. Though I had not followed him publicly, I went to Pilate and asked for permission to bury his body. Nicodemus and I wrapped it in cloth and laid it in a tomb that had never been used. How hopeless and final it all seemed. Early on Sunday morning, some women who had followed Jesus during his ministry went to the tomb before dawn to anoint his body. But their spices went unused and forgotten because instead of finding his broken body, they discovered an empty tomb and an angel who told them, Jesus isn't here, he's alive. Go and tell Peter and the rest of his disciples. This is the news we never get tired of proclaiming. Death has been conquered by the cross. The grave has been swallowed up by his victory. Jesus is alive.
like God, becoming like us, so he could live among us. But though I met him and believed in him, I didn't truly understand him while he was here. His closest friends didn't comprehend his mercy. Even those who loved him most didn't worship him as he deserved. Thank you.
We celebrated the presence of our King and Savior every time we gathered after that. <clears throat> our lives were shaped by the power and glory of his resurrection. The same is true for you today. If you believe, one day we will all sing in his presence together. Hallelujah. The one who is, was, the one who is, and the, who is to come. Praise the Lamb who sits on the throne.
Like Gibson Choir. Ms. Glenda Hess, our choir director. And let's don't forget, we couldn't do it without that group in the back. So thank you, Bob, David, and Christy. Amen. Now, uh, there was a member of the choir this morning that said, hey, with the katana, we don't have to listen to the preacher preach, but guess what? I think I got a 10-minute one going here anyway. Glenda twisted my arm and I had to make a deal with Dwight to, to get me up there but one thing I noticed singing in these cantatas when you sing in the cantata when you come to practice you go home and at night those words just keep dreaming and, and there was something in this cantata that, that just touched me and it was this it was the fact when we sang that God put everything together. You, you know what it says in Scripture? It says in the fullness of time, Jesus came and was born in Bethlehem. Well, in the fullness of time, God had everything just like he needed it for Jesus to come in Jerusalem and give his life. He molded the hill that was called Calvary. He planted the seed that made the thorns that pierced the crown. He grew the tree that he knew would be cut down and used to build the old rugged cross. And I think to myself, you know, we recognize that. We say God built the land. We say God causes the, the flowers to bloom, the trees to grow. We realize that. But when you put it all together, say God made that happen so that awful event of a crucifixion could take place. And then you think he made it happen because he loved you and me so much that as Paul says that while we were sinners, Jesus gave his life on a cross for you and I. So that any who come to believe shall not perish but have everlasting life. And I think to myself, you know, people say there's not a God. People say God's mean. People say God's cruel. People say, why does God let this stuff happen? If he was willing to do that for me, over you? Wow. That's a God I can love with all my heart. That's a God you can love with all your heart. And, and, and the theme of this cantata, the theme as Zandy so aptly sang in her solo, in his presence we're healed. We can come to him and in his presence he takes all this angst that we have he takes all the worries that we have. He takes all the troubles that we have. He takes even our sickness and bears it himself. Wraps his arms around us and gives us his love. Wow. What a God we serve. What a marvelous, wonderful, amazing, loving God we serve. And I hope you take that away today. And, and I want to let you know that if someone's here that doesn't know Jesus or has never came to Jesus before, you can do it right now, right where you are. 
Or when we sing our closing hymn, if you would like, you can come to the altar or go in front of the windows or whatever you want to come see me and we'll talk if you need to, whatever. God's here for us. And we're in his presence. And, and this, to you and I, like, like the Holy of Holies in the Old Testament, when God would come in, in his presence, his cloud would be in that Holy of Holies, that inner sanctum in the temple. This is our temple. God's here as we come in, in our presence every time. But unlike the Old Testament, he also lives in our heart when we accept him. And we're in his presence wherever we may be. And that gives me hope. That gives me the assurance. That gives me the confidence that no matter where I am, I'm not alone because God is with me. And I'm with him. Isn't that wonderful? Pray with me if you would. Father, we come before your throne of grace this day and we thank you for this, this gift that you have given us. The gift of Jesus Christ. The gift of love. The gift of us sitting in your presence. And I pray that we have sat here today like Mary sat in your presence at your feet and we have learned about you. We've gloried in you and these words and this music has reminded us what a great, awesome, loving God we serve. Pray that as we go forth, that we would go forth to take this message to others. Not to force it upon them or anything, but just say, do you know how much God loves you? Love you enough for Jesus to die. And you can take it from there. Just like you planted the seed that became the thorns and became the tree. You plant seeds in hearts of men. And I pray even now that you would plant seeds in the hearts of those gathered here, of those who may be watching on the internet or those who see this recorded, that you would plant the seed and that you would water it and cause it to grow to be mature faith for you. And those of us that may already have the seed sprouted in us, growing order it to bring forth more fruit for you. And we give you the praise. For we ask it in your holy name. Amen. Okay, I hope if you're online, you've sent your praise and prayer request in. If not, be sure to do so now so Christy can have time to get them up for me. But here in the sanctuary, does anyone have a praise or a prayer they would like to lift up right now? I see one hand way in the back. And Mike's coming. Bev and I want to thank everybody that made a donation to the Polk County Homeless Graduating Seniors. This year they preferred gift cards over the bag that we usually provide. And we set a goal of a $10 gift card. And with your generosity, we were able to provide a $20 gift card and a little goodie bag of snacks for them. So I just want to thank everybody. Amen. Th thank the congregation and those online that have sent in. Amen. Thank them. you to be praying for Phyllis Kitchens. Phyllis is going to be having surgery on Friday, so please pray for her. Any others here? Yeah, here sir. Right. Please keep Linda. Yes, sir. I'm sorry. Please keep Linda Gibbs in your prayers 
and my daughter, Grace, who was diagnosed with COVID. She's one of the ones that cannot be vaccinated, and she's very frail. Please oh. keep her in your prayers. Okay, thank you. Any others? Wish I see you, Jackie. I think there's one ahead of Good morning, church. Good morning, Mom. I don't know about anybody else, but I was overwhelmed, touched by, by all that. And uh, I'm so overwhelmed, I'm, I'm speechless. So I just want to say thank you, Lord, for who you are. Thank you for saving me. Thank you. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Jackie right here, Mike. J Jackie. I just want to say, Cindy is having blood work done. She's to see the doctor on Wednesday, and hopefully she'll be able to get her eye surgery. Amen. We're praying for you, Cindy, for it to go well so you can have it done uh, this week. Any others? I think there's one up here, Mike, on the stage. There's one out here first. Was it Tom? Go? Okay. He's just waving his glasses around, I guess. I just want to pray for travel mercies for all those going north. Amen. And we want to pray for Carol Troop. She's still in the hospital. She's having another procedure done Monday, so we want to lift her up. Uh, Larry, all right, I see you, Ellen. Um, I thank the Lord for um, the people giving me a card for my birthday and uh, I wasn't able to make it last week and uh, I kind of realized today how much I was missed and uh, that's the power of love inside. So. So, so Larry, that, that birthday's why I see that gray right there? <laughs> yes, Ellen. I just want to say Thank you, Lord, for all the people here today. But I want to pray that every one of you will come back every Sunday, and this church will start being packed, for Jesus gave his life for us. We need to be here. Amen. 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 Thank you. Okay, any others in here? Okay, Christian, well, what do we... Pastor, we had one from uh, our family that, uh, you know, we seem to have had our share of health issues, but Rosita's brother-in-law, Jim, uh, he and his wife, Anna, moved to Alabama, got up there. Long story short, he had to go in the hospital, ended up having open heart surgery, and then had some complications after that, dialysis and things. So they may be airlifting him back down here to Tampa to continue some treatment. And I told him if he wanted to stay here, he should have just not sold his house. But He'll be back, and we ask for prayers for Jim and Anna and the family. Okay, Jim and Anna, okay. Uh, Michelle McClaskin is telling us she finally gets to go back to work. Hallelujah. Thank you for that answer to prayer, God. And her, I think that's her daughter, Deanna, is getting married, and Dan, her husband's doing well. Ann Johnson's asking us to pray for Bob Smith, having multiple health concerns. Dick Shepard prayers as he prepares for his colonostomy and continued therapy. He's still undergoing another month of therapy on that shoulder that was infected. Tammy Gribble, pray for my husband, George. He's been dealing with health issues since January. That's George Gribble. Okay. 
Rosita, this is the one we just heard, I believe, about Jim. So we've got that one. And that's it. And, of course, you know other situations we need to be praying about. War in the Ukraine and other things going on. Uh, accidents on the highway that are claiming lives. Had another one in Polk County here Saturday uh, morning. One car accident and others. So we want to lift all those up. So join me in prayer if you would. Father, as we come before your throne of grace this day, we just thank you for this day that you have given us. Again, we praise you for the blood of Jesus Christ, for the cross. But even more, God, I praise you that what we're going to celebrate next Sunday with an empty tomb, that Jesus is alive and well and lives inside of each of us, and I praise you for that. As we come, you, your word instructs us to lift those in need before you. You've heard the many requests. I, I can't remember all of them right now, but you know each and every one of them by name. You formed them while they were in the womb. You know all about them. So I lift all those before you that have been lifted up this day, those that are in the hospital, those that are recovering uh, as they're out and going through therapy, those that uh, have COVID or heart disease or whatever it may be. We lift them before you and we ask you to minister to them as only you can. We ask you to guide the doctors and the technicians and the caregivers and give them the insight and the wisdom they need to do what is best for them so that their quality of life is improved, their pain is lessened, and, Lord, that they're healed. And we give you the praise for the healing even now. Lord, you know the others' needs that have been lifted up this day, those that are dealing with grief, those who have lost loved ones. We pray for them that you would just wrap your arms around them and hold them close. They would feel your presence as maybe they never have before. We pray for those that have lost jobs or those that are traveling, Lord. Uh, many, many of us are traveling, so we just pray for them that you would give us traveling mercies. Pray for the world. Pray for those people in Ukraine and other areas where um, it seems that injustice is going on and war is going on and people are losing their homes and trying to get out from amongst the terrors of the war, if you will. I pray not only for those situations that you invade the hearts of everybody involved with your peace so that peace could come, but pray for those uh, surrounding countries and others, including us in the United States, to, to graciously help those that are in need at this time, Lord. Lord, we pray for our churches. Uh, we just lift them before you and we just ask that you would, as we approach this special Passion Week, what we call it, that you would just suppress upon each and every one of us what a great love you have for us and that we could go forth with a smile on our face and good news on our lips and share that news with others. We ask all this in the matchless grace of Jesus' name, Christ, and all God's people said, amen. Okay, Christy, let me go ahead and go through that last bill before we sing. We can leave here on a good, happy high note. I want to remind you and thank you for giving to the ministry here at Lake Gibson United Methodist Church. If you'd like to support it, you can send your gifts to Lake Gibson United Methodist Church, 424 West Daughtery Road here in Lakeland, Florida, 33809. You can go to our website, lakegibsonumc.com. Dwight has it set up where you can give a one-time gift or you can set up reoccurring gifts. Or you can even text giving to that text number, 833-758-0308. And if you're in person, Larry, we got plates in the back. We don't forget you. <laughs> so you, you can give however you can and we thank you for the generous gifts you give uh, Tom what was it 27 this this Thursday I think that came for groceries 
was it 27 this week, I believe. So that, that, we're seeing that increase just about every week. And uh, Ann Johnson asked me to make this announcement. If you're giving to the groceries, please just give like the, the regular 16-ounce cans. When you get the 32-ounce cans and stuff, I had a lot of this, a lot of the people, they're individuals that, that they, they say that's just a waste to them. So the 16-ounce cans is what she's asking for, 12 or whatever they may be. Anyhow, don't forget Zooming the Peace. Thursdays at 7 p.m. with Dwight and Phyllis, and that's hosted and, and uh, ran off of his leftovers, which I'll have posted by noon on Thursdays. And I have a Zoom Bible study Thursdays at 1 p.m. Well, on Ephesians 5, you can check all those Zoom links out. You can access them through the website, lakegibsonumc.com. Okay, so are you ready to sing on a high note as we sing? I love to tell the story. See, that's what we just did as a choir. We told you a story. Now you're going to go forth and you're going to tell other people the story of Christ. So let us stand and sing together. I love to tell the story. And Bob's looking for a mic. Mike. <laughs> or, or Mike could lead it. No. no, no. Oh, Mike don't want a, Mike don't want the mic now. We're passing the mic. Okay. We stand as you're over while you're all standing, so. Yes. <laughs> Nothing 
see you again next Sunday here at 1030. But if not, you can always join us online at LakeGibsonUMC.com or on our Facebook page. Join me in the benediction. Father, as we go forth now, may we go forth filled with your love, filled with your mercy and grace, and taking it to a world in need. And as we go forth, let us share the good news with others. Jesus is alive. Jesus loves us. We ask in your holy name. Amen. God chose us. We didn't sit on that field last until somebody had to take us. God chose us from the very beginning. He chose us so that we could become creatures that share God's love with others. So that we could know Him. And as we come to know Him, we will be changed to be like Him. To be made in His image. See, the God we serve wants the best for us. He's not the God that many people say out there is just waiting to crush you. Waiting to hold everything against you. No, He's the God that loves you. Accepts you where you are. Cleans you up. Transforms you into His likeness. So that you can share the love that He puts in your heart with others. God wants us to sit at the table with Him. He wants us to be a part of His family. And share His love. And sit in His presence. So today I invite you, relish the fact that you're made in God's image. Enjoy the warmth of His love. Be encouraged, strengthened, and emboldened because you are a walking, talking, believing child of the Most High God. And He is your friend. And every day, every minute, every breath, with every thought you have, remember this. Draw near to God. He will draw near to you. Draw near to Him and feel His love this day. Amen. Aren't you glad that we can trust in Jesus every day?